Welcome to More Room, brought to you by Syntagis. I am your host, Jasmine Ford, along with Javari Lewis. This platform is here to connect creatives, entrepreneurs, and individuals from all walks of life through the art of storytelling. This podcast is being recorded at Mortar's Brick Pop-Up Shop, located in Wanted Hills, Cincinnati, Ohio. Today we have Aaron Grace as our as our yes, um, yes, yes. interviewee. You're welcome back. Thank you for being here, Aaron. No, thank you guys a ton for having us. Thank you so much. Yes. Um, you know, I feel like it's been we've been in talks for a long time, right? Yeah, we have. It's been a it's been a few years, a couple of years. Uh, unfortunately, haven't been able to you know actually link up until right now. But you know everything happens for a reason, so mm-hmm. I'm good with you know how yeah, everything's turned out. Yeah, yeah, I'm trying to think. Like I feel like that was back in maybe 2016. Yeah, it definitely was. It was like I know it was right when I got out of high school because I was uh, like out in LA for a little bit, um, mm-hmm. and I know that kind of just like had uh, like interrupted you know us being ap- actually able to work at- together. So. Right. Um, you know, now being back here in the city, you know, I really don't want to leave. And, you know, being out there in L.A. really just kind of showed me that, you know, being here in the city is, you know, what I'm actually trying to do right now. So so for the people who don't know who Aaron Grace is, can you kind of describe who you are and what you do? Yeah, sure. Uh, I guess it's, it's still kind of hard for me to really explain that. But um, I'd like to say that I like to do a, a whole lot of things. But. It's kind of mainly centered around the visual arts, graphic design. Um, I work on a a little brand that I uh, started with uh, this man right here, Bryce Monroe, Mm -hmm. and uh, another friend of ours, Austin Crawford, um, who has unfortunately passed away. Um, and that's called Colored. So So you all started Colored together? Yeah, we did uh, one night over at uh, Austin's grandparents' house. Um, we just sat down and uh, kind of brainstormed some ideas for something we want to come up with together. Mm-hmm. And uh, Colored being, became it. So, you mm-hmm. know, it's been a journey ever since then. Kind of have had some, like, ups and downs and some rocky roads. But, you know, it's really only the beginning. So Some crazy ups and downs now. Yeah, for sure. So you all were still in Cincinnati when um, you started Colored. Yeah, we were. Um, honestly, colored like, to be honest, it came up a, a while back. I think like when I first ended up meeting Austin, which was was through my cousin uh, Bryce. Um, they went to high school together, and uh, they just had been hanging out, and they had been friends for like a while through high school. And uh, we had all been doing the same thing. He had been working on graphic design and been doing like cover art and different things like that. But um, he was actually just on social media and was like connecting and networking with people other than you know people here in the city so that kind of just showed me you know okay i see somebody here in the city doing it you know next to me so you know i could probably actually do you know something that i want to do instead of you know going in and just finding some job for myself for the rest of my life so mm-hmm. i think um you know once i came into like contact with him and like his group of friends that kind of just like started that whole path of like me wanting to you know learn more about like the creative arts and you know really kind of just brought me to where I am now mm-hmm. to be honest so now what high school did you go to I went to uh Wanted Hills mm. um so like right around the corner from here yeah. it's like and, every um, guest that we have on oh, here yeah, they really. went to Wanted Hills yeah. so great oh, school great school it yeah. is Bryce did um, you what school did you go to uh I went to uh, the Paul Cristo Ray yeah say it again the Paul Cristo Ray oh, oh, okay. it's like uh What's that like near Cincinnati State, right? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Right across the street. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were the, um, me and Austin's class were the first graduating. Mm-hmm. Oh, so dope. we've been the oldest since day one. Dope. That's what's up. Yeah. Yeah, so 
Yeah, so anyways, Erin, I, like I said, back in 2016, I think I was trying to get some work done with you, maybe mm-hmm. some graphic design work. Yeah. And so that didn't work out, and you ended up pointing me in the direction of Austin, right? Right. I think yeah, that's I think, what happened. I think Austin was either back in the city, because what happened was, like well, like I said, I, I was right in, or I was out in L.A. at the time, and that was right after high school. Um, I took a year off originally from high school just to kind of see what I wanted to do. Uh, to see if I actually wanted to go to college and, uh, you know, pursue, like, graphic design as, like, my major, um, or if I could, like, go out and, you know, actually be able to freelance and do it on my own. Um, Mm. So I went out to LA to kind of figure that out, and Austin was the one who went out there with me at first. Mm. So I think we were out there for about, like, three months, I mean, sorry, three weeks to a month together, and uh, he ended up going back to school at Ohio State. So he was still back in uh, like Cincinnati, I think during the summer. Mm-hmm. Um, so I kind of like pointed him in your direction just cause you know, that was like, you know, my main man back in the city, you know, who I thought had the best work, you know, to yeah. punch you in, so. That's a yeah. huge, that's a huge leap, right? You just, you graduated high school and then you went straight to LA. Yeah, it was probably not a, a good decision, but like, <laughs> yeah, right. I had a, I had a lot of fun out there. It was hard, you know. It was uh, not as glamorous as I feel like everybody makes LA out to be. What was it like? Um, so it was um, it was an experience, really. I um, went out there with like a paycheck, really, from like my like final job. No like family or really like friends out in LA, and then like the first couple of like weeks. Austin's mom had got him a hotel out there. So like we were just like staying out there in the hotel. Mm. And uh, like through that, we had just kind of like met people um, and ended up like kind of finding some friends out there who just like let us couch surf. And uh, I feel like that's kind of like a similar story to a lot of people who kind of go out to LA at first. They either have like friends or, you know, like buddies who just allow them, you know, out of the kindness of their heart to like just stay on their couch or to stay where they are, you know, until they can, you know, make some something of themselves. but. I think, um, I, I'll be honest with you, I think my down, my downfall with uh, L.A. was once Austin left. Because um, I, w- I was like, you know, once we were out there, we had, you know, all these talks about, you know, doing, like, the work with color together. And, you know, we were, like, really just, like, staying on each other and holding each other accountable. But uh, once he was gone, you know, it was so easy to get caught into that, like, chill lifestyle that Cali brings. Mm. Um a lot of weed and a lot of weed <laughs> a lot of weed smoking dispensaries parties um I, I went to a lot of good concerts mm-hmm. uh i had a lot of fun yeah but it was definitely not the uh place that i feel like i wanted to go to kind of like start my creative career really mm-hmm. to be honest with you so i i can really see that like i can see myself going out there and getting off track and not being focused definitely and i i think um you know if you go out there with somebody it would it, be easier you know maybe to to kind of keep you guys on track you know you can you know steer each other in the right direction but um i think like locals out in california and you know they already have that you know chill kind of you know vibe to them so it's very easy to just you know go along with that and go along with that flow because it's fun you know Mm -hmm. you're out on the beach all day or you know you're out in the sun skating all day you know what i mean chilling downtown it's easy like that so so you talked about like the biggest downfall you know falling into that routine of just Mm -hmm. chilling out every day what was your biggest accomplishment out there though I think uh or what did you what was your greatest takeaway from Los Angeles? Yeah, I think um being able to kind of just like survive out there just like not, you know, knowing anybody 
and uh, really like at times, you know, not having any money and having to figure out, okay, how can I make a dollar, you know what I mean? And most of the time that was either, okay, like how can I, you know, cold call or, you know, find people on Craigslist to, you know, get my services to, and that's all I was doing, so. I think it, it taught me how to, um, you know, get myself out there as a freelancer and get clients, which I was able to bring back here and, you know, then be able to, you know, actually uh, develop myself as a graphic designer and be able to actually, you know, get work. So I think uh, it opened me up to that whole world, I feel like. Mm-hmm. So. Now, when you came back, how did you feel? Did you feel like a failure or, you know, um, like your life was over? <laughs> I don't necessarily feel like because I don't, I don't know if I'll ever feel like I kind of. I think a little bit too highly of myself to feel like ever feel that, you know what I mean? Um, but I definitely, you know, I took it as, you know, like a, a good learning experience, you know, because I had some big ideas, you know, going out there mm-hmm. and, you know, those ideas weren't necessarily realized. Um, so, you know, I had to, you know, self, you know, reflect and, you know, think, okay, why did this, you know, not happen? And, you know, those reasons, like I said, you know, smoking a lot of weed, going to a lot of parties, you know, you know, I know the reason why, you know, I'm not, you know, still probably in California, you know, um, I guess I could say, you know, thriving out there, but I think, um, you know, knowing that now and knowing that, you know, that environment was not right for me was probably like the biggest, you know, and most important thing ever. So. I kind of feel like when you get a chance, an opportunity to move to big cities, right, and you come back to a place like Cincinnati, not mm-hmm. discrediting Cincinnati, I feel like it makes your hustle a little bit stronger, though. What do you definitely, think? Definitely. Definitely. That's, uh, I definitely would agree. I think, um, you know, it comes with like the challenges of a big city. You know, a big city is so much harder. Um, and you know, there's a lot of opportunities out there and, um, I would definitely say that, you know, Cincinnati presents those same opportunities, you know, they might just be a little bit harder to uh, find, but I think out in those big cities, those opportunities are harder to get like those big, those opportunities are everywhere, but you're not going to get a lot of those opportunities. So Mm -hmm. that gives you that like drive and that resiliency to like keep going and keep pounding at it, which in a smaller city, you know, it kind of makes you like a shark in a big pond in a a little way. So, Mm -hmm. you know, now colored. So you guys thought of this when you were in Cincinnati. So before you even moved to LA and so I'm guessing everything started to like, um everything came into fruition once you got back to the city yeah it did but even then it was still just um i don't know it was hard it was like it was kind of hard to get everybody on the same page at certain times um and i feel like definitely last year um was was the peak of it the beginning of like last year and the end of uh i guess what was that 2016 um those those were like some of the the more peak times when we were really just uh you know all together and able to you know really start to try to grow and figure out what we wanted to do with the brand and um i think you know of course once austin did pass you know that's that's when we kind of took a a long break off of the brand to kind of really figure out what we wanted to do with it moving forward and um kind of also a lot for me just figuring out you know kind of like where I was like emotionally and like, you know, how I kind of was processing all these like emotions that went along with, you know, one of our best friends passing. So, Hmm. um, you know, that was, that was definitely a difficult time. And, um, you know, it was definitely not, you know, something I, I I look at and I, you know, I'm, uh, I'm not angry or I, I, I hate to say like, you know, not regretful, but I, I would say that I'm not because, you know, it definitely taught me a lot. And um, he taught me a lot while he was here. So, you know, like I cherish those times and, 
you know, makes me know that, like, everything is, you know, means so much more, really, you know, mm-hmm. especially with color and, you know, the whole brand, so. And and before, because I do want to talk a lot about Austin, but um, before we move on, like, can you really describe what Colored is? I know you're yeah, yeah, still yeah, sure, growing, sure, but sure, sure. let us um, know. So Colored is uh, Colored is really just kind of like a, a multimedia brand or just um, like anything else, you know, like we have a website, you know, we, we come together as a team um, and we are like a bunch of designers, photographers, illustrators, um, writers, you know, just a, a bunch of people who come together and make Colored to uh, just kind of put out, you know, our passion projects or, you know, what we like and, uh, you know, that comes through in, you know, our t-shirts or our clothes or, you know, we make uh, little zines and, um, you know, we write on the website. So it's really just a place that we can really just like get out our ideas at the end of the day. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah. Like what did y'all, what, what, where did y'all get the name from? Like, was it like? That's a, uh, that, yeah, that's a funny story. You know I mean, like, that came up that, that night that, uh, that we thought of the, uh, the brand. It was, um. I had I had come up with a, just kind of like an idea for a website that kind of categorized uh, basically like topics based on their color. Mm-hmm. Um, so then basically when you went to the website, it was almost just like a a mood board of colors that you can just scroll scroll through and look at different topics wow. or different articles. And uh, that was kind of like one of the early ideas for what colored was, kind of just like this um, you know multimedia branding site that you know just kind of encompassed everything, but. Wow. Um, through that, I, I, I thought of the name Colors, and uh, Austin looked at me and he said, "Nah, bro, colored." <laughs> and I, uh, I was like, "What are you talking about, bro? Like, no, like, I was not a fan of it at all. I was like, colored, like, no." Yeah. And then, like, uh, like throughout the course of that night, it was just like, "Why, you know, wait, like, wait, wait, why weren't you a fan of it? Like, what did it remind you of that you that didn't sit well with you?" I don't think it, it, it didn't necessarily remind me of anything because you know I like the idea that it was like you know it was almost like a word that shouldn't be said or you know that that was once you know frowned upon. Like, I like yeah. that idea. Yeah. But I, I was like, ah, is this corny coming from three black kids? You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> what is this? You know, mm-hmm. so I was like, I'm not a fan See, of that's it. The, that's the first thing I thought of when I seen it. Yeah. And I not like what you had just said, like as far as like taking kind of the word back almost mm-hmm. and like yeah, re- yeah, right. repurposing it. Right, right. Like I would have never thought to do something like that. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, which is why I was like. Was that the mindset? Like, going yeah. in? Like, and it definitely color? was. Because, like, the main thing, you know, about colored, like, you know, what our roots, you know, it's, it's like, it's really about, you know, including all people and, you know, creating content and, you know, like, bringing together content and showcasing content that's based on, you know, the future, you know, like, which is, you know, a society that's united, you know, within that society, you know, there's, you know, we don't believe that there's like social constructs and, you know, what people, you know, deem as race, you know, a man-made social construct. So that's where that kind of whole idea came from, you know, that, you know, race and, you know, individuality or, you know, ethnicity should be celebrated versus, you know, grouped into like little boxes or, you know, cookie cutter kind of like examples of, you know, what somebody is or, you know, so. I'm impressed by y'all, man, because you, oh my God, I just feel like younger, the the younger kids nowadays, like I'm not that old, but you know, I know you guys are younger than me. Um, It's like, you guys are so advanced. Like, it's like you literally was in high school, you've thought of this crazy, it is the internet. Yeah, speeds things up a lot. Yeah. I literally, like, I say it a lot, but I feel like I was raised by the internet, like, 
like my mom worked a lot like i was on the computer a lot like and that's just you know like you know me figuring out stuff you know when i'm on the computer you You can be like super self-sufficient like it's like if i don't know how to do something i can learn how to do it today like i didn't take it gonna take me six months I can learn how to do it today, like, you know Exactly. What I mean? And like th- that really all just, like, depends on the person and, you know, the mindset to, okay, are you going to do it, you know? Are you going to teach yourself it, or right. are you just going to say, oh, like, I can't do that. Right, right, right. Did but, you come from a family, like, with an artistic background, or is it just something you fell into? Yeah, I think so. Um, I definitely think uh, I came from an artistic background. Like, my, my mom, she's not, like, an artist per se, but she's very creative in her own way. And, uh, you know, like even early on, because I didn't have my father in my life, but he was a musician. And, um, you know, some of like the earliest pictures I've seen or memories that I have with him is like me on his keyboard and stuff like that. So I definitely know that, you know, like I get some of my cre- creativity from them. But I think um, one of my earliest influences was uh, my mom's actually like it's a family friend now, but it was my mom's boyfriend when I was growing up. So like he was one of my like early father figures that I looked up to and uh, like was able to look at as a role model. And that was uh, James Pate, mm-hmm. who's like a um, like a, he's a local artist from Ohio, mm-hmm. uh, born in Dayton. Um, yeah, and he's just always been a big influence. Like he's always done like art projects with me, and you know just kind of encouraged me to you know like not just do like what you know everybody else does basically Mm -hmm. so now you guys just had a show the other day or was it yesterday right yeah last night how did did. that go it was uh it was was all right it was it was a nice little crowd um it was uh, a friend of ours a joke um he put on like a uh, concert for a bunch of different artists in the city Mm -hmm. down uh in otr at the drinkery Mm -hmm. we just kind of had a pop-up shop in the back sold some uh t-shirts nice showed off the zines and Mm-hmm. It was a good little turnout. How has the reception been to, to Colored? Um, people like it. People yeah, love it. I think yeah. so. I, I, I never really, like, I don't know. I don't know how to always judge it. I feel like, and I also still like, feel like it's super small still. So mm-hmm. it's like, I don't know what to judge. You know what I mean? I guess I'm just kind of more worried about actually getting the ideas out, you know, actually executing the ideas and having it out there and then letting the people decide. Mm-hmm. Really, so. Now, you know, I, I want to kind of, and, and this is the reason, again, why I wanted you to be on the show. Like, I just wanted to kind of pay tribute to Austin now. Yeah, definitely. By, by no definitely. means were me and him as close as um, you and Bryce were to him. But me and him did form a relationship during mm-hmm. the summer of 2016. And um, when I found out that he passed away, I was extremely confused. Like, yeah. I just didn't understand. I'm like, what happened? Right. Like, my mind was just going, like, what did, what happened? Like, I yeah. wondered. I was thinking all kind of things or whatever. Mm. Um, and, and yeah, so, you know, can you kind of talk to us about that? Like, what exactly yeah. happened to Austin? Sure. Um, and, and that's, like, I think uh, there's a lot to touch on that, you know, that topic, but first and foremost, you know what I mean, definitely want to say rest in peace to the brother, you know mm-hmm. what I mean, Austin Aldemir Crawford, um, shout out to his mother, Takiria Crawford, uh, you know, sending blessings all the way to the family, um, you know, it was uh, it was an unfortunate situation and a quick situation, um, and it was just something that, you know, like, nothing could have ever, and nobody could have ever expected or planned for, but he, uh, you know got very sick very fast and uh to this day i'm not too sure of what you know i cannot tell you exactly the disease he died from from 
um, the doctors thought it was some form of spinal meningitis and uh, they just could not figure out the strain and they were not able to treat it. Mm. Um, he started off at like one hospital um, and it basically like progressed throughout the week. And uh, he was kind of like later transferred to UC and, uh, you know, his um, his brain swelled and it, it cut off all functions. Mm. And, uh, you know, he unfortunately passed. But um, I think that was it was just so like so so sudden and so quick and it kind of left everybody with a lot of questions you know what i mean um it wasn't and i and i also also i do want to i want to say because there's like austin you know me as well you know i wasn't really too like vocal about it but we um i mean austin and i talked a lot about you know suicide prevention and working on different like projects to kind of um, really aid with that and uh, you know if you look on like Austin's Twitter and you look back on his timeline like he would be reaching out and like adding people who like were talking about committing suicide on Twitter mm-hmm. you know just like telling them you know like you know that's not the you know the way to go and you know somebody's here somebody's somebody who uh, cares for you right. and um, you know that's kind of what he later started to just make like his whole brand image about um, and that's because we, we, we had like a project that we, we wanted to bring to fruition where um, I don't really want to get actually into detail with the project, but yeah, yeah. it was just basically like a, a, another form of like a suicide prevention hotline. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, so like with his death and like him passing so soon and so quick, people kind of started to just like jump the judgment and like start to think, oh, well, you know, did he commit suicide? And it, it looks like, you know, like it does not look like good, you know, when you log onto his website and, you know, that's what you first see and all of a sudden he's gone. But I definitely do want to, you know, make that clear that, you know, that was not the, the case. And unfortunately he he passed of a, a illness that was, was unknown, which, to the day, to this day, like thinking about that, like thinking of you know somebody in twenty seventeen passing of an illness that was not being able to be like treated and you know not known or a new strain is it's crazy. But it is crazy. I am so happy you touched on the the suicide. Yeah, you know people thinking that maybe he might have could because I think a lot of times when stuff stuff does happen unexpectedly, our minds are just like no something yeah. happened. It, so- it run it runs wild. Our minds run wild. Yeah, you know like. I understood like that was definitely going to be a point of of topic you know that people like really thought because you know it from the outside and you looking at it it makes it makes sense you know what i mean it it definitely would make sense but um it it wasn't the case and you know um we were there with him in his final moments and you know i think that was for me one of the biggest things you know being able to kind of really understand um I guess really death kind of I don't feel like feel, feel like I fully don't understand it now but that was kind of the first time anybody close to me had ever passed and like for a lot of us you know right. um that was the first time you know we were really ever witnessed death like firsthand so and it's one thing seeing like an older person pass away because exactly. they got to experience life but he had so right. much in front of him like you know what I mean and exactly you know it's somebody like your age and you know you, you start to think well like you know that's you know somebody my age you know what if and right. you know there's a number of things you could think of but it definitely definitely hits home when mm. you know it's close to you but I think, um, like I was saying, you know, being there with him in his final moments and, you know, being able to see um, or being able to being able to know, you know, what he wanted to do or what he wanted to get 
get out of life and, and, and it's probably you know the greatest thing that we have you know being able to like continue that on and carry that out so mm-hmm. i couldn't be more grateful really to have him as a friend honestly mm-hmm. now the, the the time that we did spend together i just remember he was really a sweet guy like you know oh, yeah yeah and he just seemed <laughs> very sure. positive and he just had so many ideas he was just oh, saying man. like because i was i'm always trying to figure out like what the hell is contagious i i have an idea but it's something that's constantly growing mm. And he's like, it should be a creative agency. And have you thought about doing this? And have you thought about doing yeah, that? Right. Um, so what are some of the things that you took away from him? And, and what can you remember that you'll always carry with you? Oh, man. I mean, I can basically like what you're looking at right near right now is really what I took away from him. I'm going to be honest. Like, I really owe it all to him. Um, he honestly like I, I came to him at a point where, like, like I said, he was doing graphic design and doing cover art, uh, like I was saying before. And uh, that really jump-started me because, like, ninth grade year, you know, I was doing, you know, um, like, graphic art in class and stuff like that. But I didn't know that it could become a career, you know. I liked doing it, and it was fun. You know, I was good at it, but I didn't know that I could make anything of it. But, you know, he was, like, making money charging people, you know what I mean? Like, so I was, like, actually able to see that and that's what really like jump started me like seeing that you know he had the you know creative mindset and business mindset like he gave that to me really you know like all the old tips of you know being on linkedin and like networking and, he had know, that drive in oh man mm-hmm. he had the oh he, he was like you know he's the teacher you know that's what we all say really he was our teacher you know and like he passed it on to us so like we're just the students who were you know left to carry out that mission you know but would you say he was a, a person that was beyond his 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 age and like oh for, definitely i think he, he was way beyond his age and, it, and and that was the the craziest thing you know looking back on his passing um because it, it really did change my perspective on you know death like i i'm not i can't say i'm sad because you know like i look at what he was here for and what he believed and like austin was really like a a very spiritual person and um i remember like i think it was like february 2016 um a few months before he passed we had to take a trip out to new york and um we had just been talking one night like got home probably had been drinking like got back to the like airbnb or whatever and we were just having a conversation about death like based on his conversation with a girl that he had uh, earlier mm-hmm. and um he had just said something that kind of just like struck me the wrong way because i kind of didn't really understand what he meant and it was basically him saying like if a, a family member of his was to pass you know he would rejoice and, you know i i understood that um that that's kind of like a, a more like biblical or spiritual kind of like concept but i didn't understand it personally i'm just like you know why you know like why would you ever rejoice that you know and then you know through through his passing i i, I sort of began to understand it because you know you you start to rejoice you know for the things that you had while they were on earth and like right. the teachings that you were you know able to you know be given from the time that you know you had with them like i was really only a friend of austin's for what would you say like what four years maybe yeah, like know. if that like and you know when i showed up you know to austin's you know ceremony he uh the place was filled with you know childhood friends okay. long life friends that have known austin for like his whole life and you know like for me just me you know to be able to have been touched by austin that much in the matter of four years you know kind of puts things into perspective you know for right. me 
So. Yeah, because it's like, bro, I knew him for not that long, and it's like yeah. I felt like I had me and him were lifelong friends or something. Exactly, like. and that's that's literally the story I feel like I get with everybody. You know, like they they've only you know had small encounters or short encounters with Austin, but you know, like you could tell from that short encounter that either Austin was you know this great person that was going somewhere, or you know that he really cared for you. You know, like mm-hmm. he genuinely just wanted to see you succeed like he did. So. Mm-hmm. You know, it was a great thing. It was really a great thing. And Bryce, did you have anything to say about Austin? Uh, yeah, he was just always full of inspiration. Like everything you you see him do, you can take something away from it mm-hmm. and apply it to everything you do. Mm-hmm. So I mean, just having him gone, it just feels like at first I thought just a huge chunk of my creativity was gone. Yeah, but just after reflecting and just thinking about the things that he taught me, it's really helped me. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure. I think that was crazy, like, what you said as far as, like, how you rejoice when somebody's gone. Right. Like, because that's not the first thing you think of. Exactly. Like, but when you go back and look, like, any, any any of, like, older people, younger people, it's like, that's a perfect way to kind of commemorate them. Like, right. let's not sit here and mourn. Let's continue the legacy and right. build off what he gave us, like, what she gave right. us. You know what I'm saying? So Especially, you know, especially if the person is you know spiritual mm-hmm. and you know believes in a higher power and believes in christ right. you know they believe that they're going you know to a higher place right. you know, somewhere that's better than it is on earth right. so Absolutely. why why not rejoice of them going to that better place right you know? right, right, right um you know i definitely i definitely believe you know i, I i've battled with i feel like spirituality like throughout the years mm-hmm. um growing up as a christian but you know, I definitely, you know, believe in a higher power and, right. you know, his passing, I feel like definitely makes me feel, you know, like, or believe at least in an idea that, you know, some people are just kind of meant for a higher purpose, you know, in this world. And some people are, you know, actually here to just teach us and, and guide us. And, you know, that's that's their purpose and mm-hmm. you know, they have to go. So now what was the exact day that he passed away? Uh, is it it's it's the 20th of uh, yeah March. March. OK. Yeah. I so think it, it was like, I I I believe, it, I I think it was like people were saying that it was the twenty first, but yeah, I believe it was the twentieth. It, it happened, um, and kind of like when when the news broke, it, it was like a a few days, I think, in between or or something like that. But it was the twentieth of March. Mm-hmm. So after after he passed away, you know, you guys are starting to really get some, or you're at least you're moving and getting your ideas out with colored. Um, how long did it take you to to get back on to color? Because I know I'm probably I know that you probably had to step away from it for a while. Yeah. So what originally happened was um, I tried to push through it and uh, just kind of you know use like the idea of oh you know this is Austin's legacy you know I gotta go hard you know because because that's how I feel you know what I mean like how could I not, you know what I mean? Like, this is something we built, you know, like I have to honor him, you know what I mean? So I tried to use that to fuel me and it did not work at all. Mm-hmm. I uh, I just like ended up just kind of like sitting there, um, smoking a lot of weed again, drinking a lot, um, just like coping in the worst of ways, really. Um, and like I, I did not want to create at all. I, uh, I was just like done with graphic design, and I kind of at a time felt like you know I didn't know if I was ever going to get back into it. To be honest with you, because um, that's just how like strong I felt. You know, I just like 
I would sit there at the computer and just like really not be in it at all. And, you know, I had never felt like that before. So it was a little bit scary. Um, but I knew, you know, this was like a part of those like emotions and coping um, or dealing with, uh, you know, a loss and of a friend. So I knew that, I, you know, I was going to have to go through like some process of grieving. I just didn't really know what that looked like. Um, and yeah, I think I want to give it a date or a time. I don't know. It, it hasn't been that long since we've really been working on it again. I think I, uh, I moved out of like my grandparents' house in August last year. And um, towards the end of uh, last year, I would say probably like December is when I started like printing t-shirts again. Just kind of like started getting some ideas, you know, back flowing. And like since then, it's kind of just, you know, been like nonstop, you know, like. I'm I'm here. I'm back. I'm ready. You yeah. know what I mean. Ready to take over. So, mm-hmm. that's, so it's, that's just been it. Yeah. And still, it's you, Bryce, and I'm sure a lot yeah, of other people. Yeah, it's it's definitely like a, a lot of other contributors, but you know, like it's still me and me and Bryce are the are the main ones at the top. You know what I mean? Who who really do the the most and kind of care for the brand and oversee it. But there's a there's a bunch of people you know I can list off. You know, like shout out to Antonio Wooten. Um, oh, shout out to you know Ty J Capel. You know what I mean? Alex Huck, Juan Fernandez. Um, I saw that. More. I saw that Antonio was working on it, and for some reason, I'm like, oh, yeah. he moved back to Cincinnati. Like, no, no, he just he got the you know I've been shipping him out some stuff. He got the setup with him out in Philly, so you know mm-hmm. Antonio's definitely definitely a part of the team for sure. A big help for sure. Shout um, out to Antonio. Man. Yeah, Antonio is a big inspiration and a big help. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, what can people be looking forward to when it comes to as far as colored? I think um, people can look forward to some really good content coming uh very soon i think uh people can like start to see us in the physical space more right now it kind of there's there's a little bit of like mystique to the brand that's just like oh what is it you know what i mean that's a good thing yeah it is a good thing but you know i also want to you know answer some of those questions you know kind of show um or you know show what we have so you'll be seeing us a little bit more in the physical space i have some ideas for uh some party series i want to do in the party i mean the uh, area um more pop-up shops uh more clothes of course zines more photos you know more work more videos more everything 2018 yeah Yeah. more room i um (laughs) more room shout out when i i'm telling you like when i first saw colored like I'm just like oh shit like I need to step my game up or it just made it did move something in me I'm like oh I need to like work harder I appreciate that yeah I really do that means a lot well so so about to close so so like where do you see yourself do y'all got do you guys make like are you are you doing like seasons of clothes are you just like all right I got this idea I'm gonna do like a limited run of five or I'm gonna do 30 of these and this or I'm gonna just do one or yeah because I've designed kind of clothes before but Mm -hmm. just like limited kind of run stuff and I just did it by myself right so I always is interested like as a group of people like or like what is your creative process with creating clothing in particular well still for the most part right now I'm the uh, I'm the main one like handling the screen printing. Okay. So, so you're so you're doing the screen printing yourself. Yeah. Okay. And like so I, d- I don't like to go to like we've you know tried the whole manufacturing process. Right. But right, right. I, I didn't really like the process yes. Um, yes. of dealing with the manufacturer. So like mm-hmm. I would like to keep everything in house. So okay. 
I think the eventual goal with Colored is uh, once we get, you know, a bigger space, um, we'll be able to, you know, manufacture all our clothes and just do it on a bigger scale. Right, right, right. Be able to release bigger collections. But I think as of now, um, the goal is really just to create what we can, mm-hmm. um, just to keep it at, like, you know, the highest quality that we can. Absolutely. Like, I don't I don't want to, I guess, like, push myself or push our, ourselves to, mm-hmm. you know, like, try to fulfill something that, you know, is going to compromise the quality of the brand mm-hmm. or you know the brand's image so definitely yeah it really at the end of the day like i think a big thing also has just been like trying to keep it local and like feeling like it's handmade yeah because like a lot of times people lose touch with the brands and like i think like you know we are the brand so you know i feel like it's it's necessary that i to highlight that you know that it's coming from us and that there's real people making it so definitely see that's dope that you screen printed yourself because yeah i mean i love screen printing too like screen printing is yeah that's like one I like, first like just the handmade aspect of anything, yeah, like you know, exactly. or like with Antonio, like he, I, like mm-hmm. a few years ago, he made me some stuff handmade. And right. It was just the simple fact it's like each one can be mm-hmm. its own piece. You and, know what I'm saying? Yeah. That's why I fuck with y'all. And that's a, that's a definitely another thing too, because Antonio, like, he's the the biggest key right now with um you know with everything he does with all the embroidery and the stitching right, that he does. Right, like right. he is amazing. So right, right, right. he's been helping me get a little bit better with that, and we're trying to release like another project right now. Um, just like a little like camera bag sort of shoulder bag you know oh. a little limited release um all made by hand so absolutely we're just trying to like move in like the space of just i guess uh just quality products i guess you know just absolutely. you know from us really that's so, dope. now i don't want to put y'all in a box or anything but i have to ask um do you plan on staying within the city limits or i know this is a um, universal thing nobody just wants to be con- confined to cincinnati i think that i will be in the city um for a while to be honest with you and i think uh what i want to do is i want to grow the brand in the city like i don't want to leave the city to try to find it you Mm -hmm. know what i mean like i don't want to leave the city to try to make it you know i just want to like you know make it in the city make you know what i can of the city you know with that help you know elevate the city as well so um you know i think that um i'll definitely you know you know, I definitely have goals to expand outside of the city, you know, with uh, the potential of having, you know, like stores and other spaces. But it'll always be Cincinnati. Mm-hmm. Always. I you love know, that. I always love home that. in Cincinnati. You know, so I love that. That's how sure. um, yeah. look Ohio against the world. That's how Floyd is. It's like, obviously, he's everywhere. Right. But everything is grown in Cincinnati. Yeah, though. exactly. Mm-hmm. You can't forget where you're from. You right. cannot. Never. Well, I appreciate you coming. You no, know what I mean? Thank you so much, as I yeah, said, for yeah. having us. You mm-hmm. know, I appreciate it. You mm-hmm. know, I'm glad to be able to, you know, tell our story as well as Austin's. You know, Damn. that's the most important thing. So. Yeah, because yeah. I do think a lot of people just needed closure on that whole yeah, yeah, situation. Definitely. So. Yep. All right. Well, everybody, thank you for listening, and we will be back in a few weeks. All thank right. you. Yep.